right, let's welcome back in everyone. Real Kipper and Bourne Show. We are live on Sportsnet, Sportsnet 650 in Vancouver, Sportsnet 960 in Calgary. This hour of Real Kipper and Bourne brought to you by Bet365. Biggest story of the day nationally across the board. It has to be Willie Nylander's long-term deal with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Eight years, $92 million contract, full no-move, expiring in 2032. Yeah, also not a real year. Um, That's too far in the future, and I don't believe it's a year. Considered the largest contract value in the history of the Toronto Maple Leafs, what that means for others now moving forward. Plenty of guys, including Petey in Vancouver, Mm. who might be licking his chops. Yeah, he's like... Whatever you, however you say thank you in Swedish, that's what he said. <laughs> there might be a, a few guys like that. But, uh, you know, just to recap, uh, JB, your thoughts on the deal, and then we'll ask you, Sammy. My thoughts on the deal are that the player is worth that value, but that it is frustrating for fans because there's no discount. They, they gave him every conceivable thing he could have wanted. So uh, I don't think it's crisis for the Leafs, but I'm not going to sit here and say they won in any conceivable shape or form. According to Google, uh, thanks in Swedish is tack. T-A-C-K. Tack. Okay. Tack. So he said tack to me. <laughs> um, I think if he continues to be what he is right now, this is going to be a fine contract and one we don't talk a whole lot about. If the play dips, not significantly, but if the play dips even a little bit next year, I think the conversations in this market yeah. start. It's I just- do. I, I know, I know you, the way that people feel about William Nylander a certain sect of Leafs Nation, not the most fond of him. And as I read through this text line, there's some there's some comments about him. I just really think that he needs to continue playing at this level for people to not be mad about this contract. When we have now yeah. guys in the league Heck of a level. making That's what I mean. Yeah. No pressure. Making 10, 15 times more than a guy on the fourth line. Isn't that just a given with any team out there now that you perform We'll leave you alone. You dip. We're gonna be all over you like yeah, a wet blanket. Yeah, I kind of mirror society. The top one or two percent is gonna make a ton of money, and everyone else is just kind of forgotten. But we will still boo the top one or two percent when they don't, you know, when they buy Twitter and Twitter stock, for example. We're gonna welcome in Elliot Friedman in a few moments from Hockey Night in Canada to talk about this deal and what it may mean for others, um, including. Uh, Pedersen in, in Vancouver. Also joining us will be Willie Nylander in about half an hour. Mm. And we'll get his thoughts on the deal and how much he may or may not reveal. Won't keep us from asking some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Willie's pretty good at saying nothing, but really we'll talk good. to him. We'll get on his level. I wonder uh, how much plays into the contract. And maybe we'll ask Willie this as well. Uh, and I don't know, again, if this gets played up or not, but... For these type of guys that the number isn't really the number when it comes to taking home real dollars because of tax implications. And as it was pointed out to me again today that a guy like Sebastian Ajo who makes 9.5, I believe, or 9.7 on his new deal. Uh, and a lot of people wanted to shape that comparison for Willie Nylander, and mm. Willie should be at a 9.5 or 9.7. But when you consider the tax brackets of uh, Ontario, I think it being at 55 and... Versus Carolina. Carolina at 41 or 42. Yeah. 
Sebastian Ajo makes more money to take home than Willie's 11 and a half. Is that right? Yes. That's so swing and a half. Is that? I mean, it, that's a competitive advantage. That is. It absolutely is. That, that is a huge disadvantage to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, me, another, and, and another reason why that number has to come up. Here in Canada, do you think here it's in a, Canada, eh? a ridiculous <laughs> suggestion that there should be some sort of prorated salary cap based on tax impl- implications so that some places now don't have talking. a competitive I advantage? I think it's a disaster to try to play that game. Why? Because there's, there's pretty hard numbers about taxes, isn't there? No, they change all the time. Oh, well, then change the cap all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know there, there, there's any way around it. Yeah. And here you have the biggest market in the league uh, worried about players leaving. Mm-hmm. You just got to pay them what they're worth, I well, guess. And that's, that's and certainly what happened here. Maybe that's another reason why they've just come to the conclusion that whether it's Matthews or Marner or Tavares, you want to come here, that's fine. But I'm not, I'm not giving up all that, that tax mm-hmm. and the cost of living. And, you know, there's all these factors that may be going into their decision. But, you know, you have to factor in the inevitable Osmo sponsorship. I think <laughs> Smuckers does one. Skip the dishes. We can, we can make you can, a couple bucks uh, back here can, in Canada. You know what, don't. It's nowhere near where people think. No, I know. It's like okay. 40 grand. It's like, you know. <laughs> 40 grand? No. <laughs> no, it's, 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 listen, on a, on a major corporation, you know, you're, if you're lucky to get 100 or 200 grand, but really? it's not U.S. money, yes. Sammy. You're, you're going Don't for a guy like Osmos, for, but. for <laughs> Chicken on the rocks. Yeah, it's real good. For guys like that, that, that are lucky enough to be maybe uh, involved in a national campaign, it's, it's only for like 35 million people. The basketball players and the football players are talking to 350 million well, people Nola, in the U.S. Nolachari got signed by or traded to the Leafs. His nickname, nickname's Cookie. Tim Hortons <laughs> gives, him, gives him a cookie sponsorship. He's in one commercial, and then he's somewhere well, else. Okay, he okay. couldn't have made... You well, mentioned uh, Osmos. Cookies. R- RJ Barrett, he got traded to the Raptors, who are absolutely back, by the way. <laughs> he got traded to the Raptors, and he was doing, like, his open gym thing, and he was talking about how he was, like, on the way to an Osmo sponsorship. <laughs> he got true? here, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he got here the other day. There's also... Grandfather did. There's also... Booster the juice? impression that you know this is f- this is free money for these guys. Yeah, also it's taxed. Not. <laughs> also taxed, and also, hey, what are you doing for me here? I want you here, here, yeah, and here, yeah, and you yeah. got to come working. and spend two days on a commercial shoot. And, yeah, you know that's some guys are like, no, thank you. Yeah. I yeah. only get eight weeks off in or. or you know, six weeks off in the summer. Yeah. I ain't giving four days to you in a, a commercial for 50 grand. P.S. All the brands we just mentioned we love, and the address is One Mount Pleasant. <laughs> you want jam? <laughs> yeah. Buddy, send me. I got two kids. We got enough jam here, boys. <laughs> Speaking of jam, let's welcome in Elliot Friedman from Hockey Night in Canada. There he is. That was pretty oh shameless, God. Justin. I have to say, that was pretty shameless. <laughs> don't care, bud. Don't care. Uh, Elliot. No real surprise here. Uh, it just kind of picked up uh, right where we left it off, I guess, last week uh, in terms of getting a deal done. Were you surprised at any of the details at all? North of 11 was uh, right where we thought it would be. 
No, when when you threw it out, Nick, uh, like it was it was heating up. Like there was no question that you were on the on the right train, and obviously proven to be correct by what happened today. The only thing I was ever just really wondering about was the exact number. It was such a secret for a little while. I was wondering if there was something we just didn't see out there. Um, you know, the the only thing that has kind of surprised me today, I have to say, Nick, is the idea that if they've done it in the summer. It might have only cost a nine and a half. Like I don't think that was ever the case. I think Nylander and his camp made it very clear that if they if the Maple Leafs wanted to sign him, whether it was the summer, or it was now, it was going to be in this range. And I, I don't think the idea of signing him for eight and a half or nine and a half was. I mean, maybe the Leafs thought they were going to do that, but I just don't think that was ever on the table from Nylander and and his camp. Freeze, do you get the sense that there was any sort of concession from the Nylander camp or this was an eventual the Leafs said okay we just got to give him what they're asking for like I just I put my, my one tweet about this I saw your tweet I can't imagine I a thing that they would have asked for that they didn't get they seem to have gotten the whole enchilada 12 I mean maybe I, I, that's the answer I you guess know, like you know like I think this like I I honestly Justin I spent the last couple of days, just as everybody else was doing, just calling around, yeah. trying to figure out where this was going to end up. And, you know, it was, it was funny. I talked to a few teams that have negotiated with uh, Lewis Gross in the past, and they said that what he does is, you know, he gets to a number and he justifies it from his point of view, and he doesn't move, he, he, especially when he's got the leverage. Like sometimes you don't have leverage and you have to take what you get. But this was a case where they had leverage, particularly with the way that Nylander had played this year. So they they stuck to their guns. And, you know, like, I got to tell you, I, I don't I do not like bringing family into this. I really don't. But this is a unique case. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Michael, who played a long time in the National Hockey League and knows exactly how this business works. And he sees what he sees, what he thinks his son is worth. I think he was pushing the same thing, that this is what we're worth. And. If you want to sign Willie Nylander, uh, this is going to be what it's what this is what it's going to be. And you know, with everything else you mentioned there, the no move clause, the bonuses. Look, the Maple Leafs have made it very clear they're a bonus team. They they did it with Tavares, they did it with Matthews, they did it with Marner. They certainly weren't going to be able to say no, not in this case. And the no move clause all the way through. Um, you know, I I I don't know how much everybody thought about that, but. Like, I'm not surprised of any of this. I, I just think that they drew a line in the sand and said, this is where you're going to end up if you want to keep this player. And ultimately, I think the Maple Leafs just decided we want to keep this player. We're talking to Elliot Friedman from Hockey Night in Canada and 32 Thoughts. Uh, someone mentioned to me uh, last week when I when I did bring up uh, the, the contract that they, w- they wanted a deal done before the all-star weekend and certainly Mm -hmm. today's plenty of time for that. But, you know, one of my questions back was, well, why wouldn't they just take this right to the very end? Why wouldn't they just take this to June 30th? If, if they believe that they would eventually give in to this number that's been revealed today at uh, 11, five, why not wait at the last second? Just in fact, to maybe just feel like if you could still bring them down a little bit, if the player really wants to be here and doesn't want to move, would it have shown more to wait? Like, what? why Why now? 
Why now, I think, Nick, is because I think they're going to look around the deadline. Now they have some certainty about what else they can do. Like, we know the cap next year is going to be around 87. We know what Nylander's number is going to be. Um, so they can do, if they're looking at a defenseman with term, say at the deadline, now they know, or defenseman they're going to trade for that they can resign, potentially, hint, 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 then now they know what they can do. Uh, like, honestly, uh, Nick, I think they wanted to know now so that if they are going to do anything at the deadline that's going to affect their roster beyond this season, they know exactly what their numbers are going to be. And I, I think that played a, a very big part in this. I think they wanted it over with, and they wanted some certainty in what they could do around them with numbers. And I know you, you don't like to talk about that family aspect, and I'm sorry to go back to it, but I just asking out of genuine uh, confusion of what is mm-hmm. Michael's role as he, he has an, he's an agent and Lewis Gross is the agent. Are they both his agents? They, they work together. What does that mean? You know what? I haven't checked, Justin, if, if Nylander is still an agent. I mean, I probably should. Yeah. Um, you know, thanks for pointing out how terribly I do my job. No, no, no. Confusion. Like, I'm totally kidding. I'm just, I'm just busting you. Uh, I should have checked. Like to be honest, like at one time, Nylander was a registered agent. I don't know if he still is. I have to double check that. Sam but, believes he is um, here to, to my left. Okay, so he, he's still. Well, that's the thing. Like, I do. And, and one of the. So one of the things that, you know, happens here, Justin, is like I I ultimately I think that Lewis Gross handles the heavy lifting and prepares the case. But Michael plays a huge role. He says that this is what I think my son is worth. And at the end of the day, um, you know, look, like the one thing I don't like about all this. And actually, I got I had a really interesting call with someone yesterday who said to me that. They don't always like the way that William gets portrayed in all of this, um, that he's like just some rube who does whatever his dad tells him to do. And because I I think, I mean, you know him a little bit, Justin. I think he's got a much stronger personality than that. And and it's a very big part of this. I don't think he was afraid to say no until he got what he wanted here too. But what I think is, is that the agent, um, he does a lot of the heavy lifting. He does a lot of the negotiations. But Michael plays a very big role in yes or no. And I do believe there were times during this process, too, that the Maple Leafs spoke with him directly and, and, and just said, you know, hey, like, where are you in all of this? So they had a, a really good idea. So all of, so I, I think he's more than a parent. And obviously, I guess, as Sam mentioned, he's still an agent. I didn't check. But I, I think he plays a huge role in all of this. Elliot, uh, now people start going to the next story and the domino effect of this uh, this signing and what it means for the Toronto Maple Leafs, perhaps Mitch Marner in the next few years and then outside of the league. But let's just talk about uh, maybe as early as July 1st when the Leafs are eligible to resign Mitch Marner. How does this play into all of that? Well, I think, Nick, there's actually two big storylines on July 1st. And one is Mitch Marner and the other is John Tavares. Because I do think part of this is, like, if you heard Tavares today, he sounds like a guy to me who wants to finish his career in Toronto, and he's basically, he's on record as saying that. But what's the number, Nick? Like, uh, it's not going to be 11, 
So I'm sure at some point the Maple Leafs are going to have a conversation with him about what his next deal is going to look like and, you know, how far down it's going to be because that's going to be a huge factor in all of this as they plan for the future. I mean, I would defer to you on this one. Nobody in the media knows Marner uh, better than you do. Nobody knows the way he thinks better than you do. Um, you know, I would assume he's going to be looking for a raise. Uh, I, I wonder if they're going to offer him the same deal that they offered um, uh, Nylander now. I don't know. I haven't asked anybody that. But, you know, I, I definitely think that's the next big. I think those are the next two big questions. What does Tavares' next deal look like? And what does Marner's yeah. next deal look like? Because one's going to be down. And I just assume, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, that Marner's going to be looking for a raise. Yeah, well, just earlier on our conversations, uh, Elliot, tell me what the playoffs looked like. Tell me how successful yep. they were. Tell me where Mitch Marner was in, in driving uh, the team. Mm-hmm. So, And Tavares, to that point, you know, I look at Tavares, and yeah, no question, when you make that move from the island and you turn down going to San Jose, you're coming home to, to finish it out here. So mm-hmm. I... I I, I think the Leafs would be totally in the driver's seat there. You, whatever it is, I'm not suggesting that he's going to take a minimum contract, right. but under his career earnings, I don't think 1.5 to $4 million a year would matter any differently to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the only thing is if he's still like a 40 goal guy, right? there's, there's not a lot of 40 goal guys that sign for 1.5 yeah. million. So you know, I mean, like it, it's you know, it's it's two things. It's it's his his willingness to stay, which he clearly wants to do, Nick. But also, performance matters. And you know, the other so, and also, what kind of term are we going to be talking about there? Like, I got to tell you, like for I, when this was signed, I was like, okay, we can breathe for a couple of days, not have to worry about any of this. And then I remembered, okay, where am I? You know, the, the Marner one, like he's a great player. He, he just is. He's a great, great player. And, you know, one of the things that was a factor here in the Nylander was, you know, he definitely felt that if that he was not going to be the only guy taking a haircut. And Marner certainly isn't taking a haircut now, but I'm sure he'll want something commensurate uh, with the guys who are now ahead of him. And we'll just have to see where that where that number is. But, you know, I think the big thing that they did today, well, there's two. There's number one, they got this done, so it's no longer a story. And now they have some idea of what their cap situation is, and they can target whoever they want to target on the blue line. Because I do think that's something they're, they're going to do as soon as uh, the deadline here. Breach, we have you on in our national hour here, so I want to ask you about Elias Pettersson and you know that contract. Yeah. Now he had 103 points last year, and and is, you know well mm-hmm. above a point per game this year. I mean, is this kind of the floor for Petey's next deal in Vancouver? I think so. And but the one thing I think that the bigger challenge is, is for them is when's he ready to talk? Mm-hmm. You know, to me that to me like you know people say, well, okay, now Nylander's done. We know what the, the floor is for Pettersson. I think the bigger question is when is he going to be ready to say, okay, I'm willing to listen to you. I think Vancouver has indicated that they're ready to talk to him anytime. And I, and everybody there knows that Vancouver is going to throw a ton of money at him when he's ready. To me, it's more about when Pedersen says, all right, uh, I, I'm ready to go. And don't, I mean, don't kid yourself, Justin, Vancouver knows this one is going to cost them and they're, they're going to go, they're going to go right at it. 
Outside of that, Elliot, uh, you had mentioned Tavares eligible for a uh, contract extension with Marner as early as uh, July 1st. Also in the mix of that uh, is Jake Gensel, another terrific scoring winger for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of talk about uh, his agent uh, on the weekend, you know, talking about his situation and the sense that uh, he could be in play for a trade deadline. Um, I think it's possible. You know, the one thing I think there is, I think they've talked to him. I think they've tried to sign him, Nick. At this point in time, it hasn't happened. And, and if you're the Penguins, you're probably sitting there and saying, okay, if it hasn't happened by now, is there any reason it's going to be different? Um, one of the things that I, I have heard that has started to become a bit of a conversation there is when Kyle Dubas was hired, he was hired to keep going to the playoffs and rebuild the team. Those are two really difficult things to do at the same time. And I think some of the questions there are, you know, what is the future going to be for Pittsburgh? Is there ever a chance they're going to take a step back? And, you know, I, I think for guys like Gensel, I, I think they're wondering about that uh, a little bit too. Uh, last one for me, just while we're talking about scoring wingers, um, Leon Dreisaitl is the other name that fascinates me. You know, what could this end up meaning for Leon Dreisaitl? I think whatever, like, Dreisaitl's next deal is going to be a, a big one. A big one. I think the Oilers know it. I think the Oilers know it. Um, I think, as, And I believe as long as the Oilers are good, like, look, the Edmonton made a panic move at the beginning of this year when they made the coaching change. This is the wrong year for them to have a bad year. Right. Because it's it, it's headed into Dreisaitl and, it's, and we're two years away from McDavid. So I think that's a big reason in, in why they made a change. As long as they're good, I think Drysaddle stays. But Justin, I think the Oilers know that this next one is going to be a mega deal. Yeah. And whatever he wants, they're going to have to pay him. Yeah. Like, that's one of the storylines here, Nick. And, and you know, you, you played with a lot of guys who made big money. In the past, the star players have always taken a bit less, especially in the cap era. Sid. I think... I think those days are over. I, I think we are seeing now that a lot of the star players are saying, nope, um, we're not doing that anymore. And some will always be different. There will be other guys who don't do it. But I, I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of the star players saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a bigger piece of the pie here. Elliot, we've, we've also heard from a lot of agents lately that the focus is on percentage of the cap yeah. Less than the actual dollars. One one needs to be settled first before you get into uh, dollars. And Willie's deal ended up being 13.1% mm-hmm. of the Leafs' salary cap. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Connor McDavid's last deal was over 16% of Edmonton's mm-hmm. con- uh, salary cap. Are they mm-hmm. still in a position to, to take 16 or 17% of the cap? I know 20 is the max, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20 is the max. Do you see Connor or Leon absorbing that much on their next deal? And I don't know if it'll be – I don't know if we'll get to 20. I, I don't know, but I think we will see like, – like to me, as far as I'm concerned with McDavid – like, there's no contract that's unfair for him. No. Whatever he wants, you just give it to him without any <laughs> Here's complaint. your 20%, just, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, like, t- to be honest, I heard the last time they negotiated with him, 
McDavid's people said, we're not going to take 20%. The Oilers were like, thank freaking God, because we would have given it to you. Yeah, they, and, they, they chopped uh, a million off of it, I think, or 750. Yeah, yeah, because McDavid, when it first got out, McDavid didn't like the reaction to it. So, but you know what? Um, I, I think, it, I don't know if we'll get to 20, Justin, but I you know, 16, 17, I, someone's going to be the first to go for, well, 20, Yager had 20. Brad Richards briefly had 20. Um, but like someone like someone could go 16, 17, 18. Yeah, I, I think you'll see it. What do you have a sports nets cap, Elliot? <laughs> I think I have. I, I, I've been looking at that those quarter two returns. I think I'm negative one percent. <laughs> Elliot hasn't been home in four months <laughs> yeah, to man. earn that cap money. Uh, fair enough. That's right. That's right. Uh, Elliot, great stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Fridge. All right. All right, guys, have a great day. Speak Free, to you later. Appreciate it, man. Elliot Friedman, Hockey Night in Canada, 32 Thoughts. So we, we got to go. We got to go to get to Willie. Willie. Are we let's, going to break? Yeah. yeah, let's hit the break. All right, let's go to break. Willie Nylander, live and in person, and $92 million richer after the break. Breaking down the top stories in the NHL every day. The Jeff Mary Show. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee. Massive contract by Willie Nylander to stay in Toronto till 2032. Let's welcome him in right now. Happy to be joined by Willie Nylander. Uh, Willie, first and foremost, uh, congratulations on the contract. And uh, like, how important was it for you to get this done like, well before, say, the All-Star break? Um, I mean, my thought process was just to keep playing the way I've been playing. I mean, I'm really happy that I was able to get done. I mean, this time uh, so fast compared to last time. <laughs> yeah fair enough so, so uh, how much do you think about the pending deal as it's kind of going on throughout the season Willie I mean I'm not thinking too much about it I mean every once in a while you, uh, Lewis would call me and give me an update on, on what's going on but I mean I was just uh, focused on playing hockey and we'll still be focused on playing hockey Hey, Willie uh, a lot of people you know, when we first heard that the talks were uh, in the summer, and I'm, I'm sure you could have signed a lot earlier for, for less, but where were you in terms of how far you wanted to push this? Because there's always the risk of a player getting hurt or having an off year. How, how big of a decision was it for you to push forward and prove that you deserved the money that you are getting now? Um, I mean... I just sat there in the summer and I mean, at that point in time, I was just thinking, okay, I'm going to start playing the season. And obviously it would have been nice to go into the season with a deal, but um, I mean, honestly, I'm not really thinking so much about that. I'm just happy to be in Toronto um, for eight more years. And I mean, what I told the, told Brad was, I mean, this is where I want to win and this is where, I mean, we got to do this. So that's, that's just been my, initial initial thoughts uh, over the entire process 
Willie, it's been a, a long time since uh, you and I crossed paths when I was uh, with the Marlies there. I, I, I can't help but think back to your relationship with Sheldon Keefe as a young player. You know, you've been here a long time and you've had Sheldon as your coach for most of the time. Curious how your relationship with him has evolved over those years. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously he's uh, he's pushed me uh, to become the player that I am today and um, always been, uh, I mean, from the Marley days up until now, it's it's been a, a journey and we're, we're going to keep going. Hey, Willie, I... Um... I know your dad as a teammate in Hartford and a roommate on the road, but I don't know him so much as an agent, but apparently he's pretty good. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you have a guy that's played, uh, played a lot of years in NHL, I think he could be a pretty good agent. Um, obviously super, super thankful for what he's done for me in my career. And obviously my mom and my family. Hey, uh, are you getting a break on the fees? <laughs> uh, come on funny. dads are supposed to love you without fees no you're supposed to give back you give you want me to call him straighten them out for you more yeah that's right <laughs> that's what you do that's how it works so you gotta pay me back for those 18 years when you're living at home yeah that's right that's that's good good way to funnel, funnel it back i love that so you know this year you guys have uh, been humming along. You're coming off a three-game win streak here. Shot a couple in the net last game. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on this year's team and how it's different from previous uh, iterations of the Toronto Maple Leafs you've been on. Yeah, I mean, like every year we have a, a different uh, team, a different, I mean, season going through certain ups and downs. I mean, it happens every year as we're building to become the team that we want to be uh, come uh come April. I think we have a we have a great group of guys and I mean obviously I wouldn't want to stay here if I didn't believe in the, in the group and, and the management and, and, the, and the club. And the uh, the love affair with the city and uh, the commercials now you got enough money to maybe charter a whole TTC train by yourself here but uh, just in terms of the fan base Willie and uh, you know what they've meant to you over the years. Yeah, I mean, it's always been very special having the support of uh, of uh, the fans. Um, I mean, every night playing in front of them and um, getting to do that for another another eight years is is incredibly special. Incredibly special. I mean, to do it for such a storied franchise, um, it uh, couldn't be any better. Okay, and also like Sugo is here, and I see the hat all the time. Are you an investor? Do they sponsor you, or do you just love the restaurant? What is the relationship with Sugo? No, I, I just I just go there and eat sometimes, and, <laughs> and I mean, uh, they just they just give give me hats sometimes. I mean, uh, I love that place. <laughs> oh, I got some hats for you too. There, <laughs> hey Willie, <laughs> congratulations, man, on the deal. Uh, every penny earned this season, uh, proving your your point that uh, you're one of the top wingers in the game. Good luck the rest of the way, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Willie. Appreciate it, Willie Nylander. Thank you. Now, one of the top paid players in the game. Yeah, kind of. Got what we expected. <laughs> yeah, listen, he's you know, there as far as getting any type of detail or getting him to open Let's... up on uh like he's in that player mode, right? Yeah, Wherever you go, it's just happy it got done and wanted to be here and glad it's over. Yeah. 
I got a couple chuckles out of him. Well, I think that interview <laughs> is exactly why he's perfect for Toronto. Perfect. Where it's just like and he Unfazed. could not have he could not have sounded more annoyed to have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate it. Yeah, he, he, he appreciated it. Yeah. Totally appreciated it. Absolutely. And well, I like the Yasumo Sugo and I thought it was a pretty good joke about his dad. You know, I know his dad. Like, I thought that was good. Yeah. So, Check him a couple bucks. I think that's the best we could have done, boys. <laughs> best we could have done. All right. We still have to do two things. Yeah, we're going to do game time. Yes, we do. What, were you, what was the other thing? Just news and notes. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Well, it's the aforementioned game time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must it's be 19 game plus. Time. Whoa, Ontario only. Please play responsibly. So, uh, I don't know if Kipper likes when I do this, but. I'm going off the NHL tonight. Is it the Otani thing again? No, oh. no, Otani. Good God. They signed a couple guys, by the way. Who? Not just Otani. I just mean everyone. They signed oh, yeah, everyone. They signed former J. T. Oscar Hernandez yes. as well. To you a know really it's nice scary. Game. We're in like 2024. And people are screaming for a quarter of a million dollars more mm-hmm. for Willie. Oh, I know. From 11 oh, to 5 to 5. <laughs> and yet... Those guys are signing for like almost a billion dollars. Uh, I know Otani Canadian funds. I was gonna say when Elliot was like, I think the days of people in the NHL stars taking this like hometown discount is over. To me, it's because they're looking around at the best players in other leagues, going, "I'm sorry, what does Shohei make?" Yeah, but Shohei does two things at once. Right. It's like if okay. Willie was the starting okay, goalie. Too. Shohei from what does LeBron make or what yeah, is you know the you know a lot. Look so, at the best players in other sports and go, "Why am I playing you, for?" Tw- you, do you remember that, that, that joke um, I think Jimmy Ralph says uh, when he d- does his stand-up or, you know, he hosts? He's like, uh, you know, when he signed his first contract with the Chicago Blackhawks mm-hmm. and they told him, okay, now don't tell anybody what you make. Right. And he says, okay, I'm just as embarrassed as you are. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's, and, that's, and that's, that's the stars in our league. That's the stars in our league today. Yes. Like, I hope Leon and Connor make 18 or whatever in their next deals. Um, no, sure. Yeah, but I want the Oilers uh, to not to good, go so down this not. whole merry-go-round. I know. But we'll get to you, Sam. Yeah, it's, it's, just, uh, it's, it's just horrible that, and, you know, I've stated it. Like, there's, there's a real jealousy issue here inside the dressing rooms. And it's a, Who cares? No, what do you mean? It, well, it affects the product. It affects the product. I don't care if my lesser player has such so much ego he can't handle that the best player on earth is making ten times as much as him. I don't care until they don't deliver and they're making fifteen times more than you. Well, then he's worth less than that, and we'll find someone who will. Deliver. I'm just telling Jealousy. you, it's it's real yeah. and it's out okay. there. Okay, that you know, the more you take. The less you leave for the rest of us. I, I get that. Anyways. Oh, hi. Game time. <laughs> game time. Uh, it is the national championship game tonight in college football. Yes. Which will take five hours. So if you're new to college football, strap in because they review every play. This takes a long time. But the glitz and is glam. Is the Pop-Tart playing? The gl- I don't know. The glitz and glam around the national championship game. Two extremely historic programs in the Washington Huskies and the Michigan Wolverines. We, you know... <sighs> Washington is a pretty big underdog, but they're a much more electric offense with this quarterback, Michael Penix. That's a really good put. They're a five-point underdog. <sighs> but I do like the Michigan Wolverines. I have a lot of good buddies who are diehard Wolverines fans. I also have a good buddy, J.D. Bunkus, who's a diehard Washington fan. I'm having a tough time leaning either way. 
but give me the underdog in the Washington Huskies at plus 180. Or if you want to go on the on the spread, it's minus 105 for plus 05. Why is this game so late in January now? Wasn't it like a, it a New Year's Day? While, yeah. No, no, so they, because it's the playoff. Because they used to do it Standard. where it was just like, the game at the end. Like they, oh, they, they used to, this like, is the re, yeah, okay. They used to like declare the winner. Right. And now like, they have a playoff. You. So the Rose Bowl now was the first one of the playoffs, and the other one goes to, I believe it's, I forget where the other one is, Texas maybe. Okay. So it's like, and then they go to Houston to play the final. But tonight it's uh, the Washington Huskies versus Michigan Wolverines, and I'm really excited for the game. I love it. I Will always don't like, care. Well, you, I mean, growing up in BC, I liked Washington. I liked their yeah. colors, pro husky. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm leaning that way. I know and nothing about it. This will be a like this is half the country watching this thing. Will they get thirty this, million? This is a massive, massive. event, yeah. like massive. a massive event. And this, the fact that it's Mich- Michigan in it, which is like one of the most storied things right. in college football, it's a huge, huge matchup tonight. All right. So, uh, and the the last thing I had quickly, because you guys were talking about Otani for the first five minutes. It's a 94 ma- uh, rematch tonight. Kippers, uh, Rangers beat oh, the Canucks. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, Kirk McLean playing? Kirk McLean is not in the lineup tonight. Okay. Uh, Vancouver Canucks are pretty heavy underdogs. Plus 125 at Madison Square Garden. You know I like a dog. Give me the Vancouver Canucks to avenge Kippers Stanley Cup ring. It'll all be Madison even Square after Garden. that. There you go. Yeah. No yeah. one will forget. Rangers are struggling a little bit, it's keeping the bad. puck out. Yeah. It's too bad. Uh, I I'm just going to finish up here. Yeah, that was go. game time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. As good as the Vancouver Canucks are, they're not sitting at the top of the NHL mountain right now. The Winnipeg Jets. I know. And we still aren't giving them enough love. I don't know. This has become the Sasha just, Barkov thing. Like the, Everyone says they're good. Who, the Jets? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're so underrated. They don't get enough credit. They're Every the best week. team in the league. Is that enough credit? They're yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. They are they on fire. The biggest thing is they just don't give up goals. No. I don't know how many games now they've given up three or less goals, but it's got to be in the 20s. And we made fun of them for that Connor Hellybuck contract, or I did at least. Why? No, 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 that didn't no, happen no, here. No, don't put no, that on no. us. Not on our show. Are you sure? No, with you, with that was you and Bunkus. You no, and someone else. Your IQ drops. Fifty points when you're with Bunkus. I'm pretty sure you guys were not were surprised. I remember some emotions. I you. may have been skeptical of the yes. Shifley part of that. Okay, but the Hellebuck thing, it's like, yeah, he's the best goalie in the league, probably, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah if you had one game, you're picking Let a goalie. You I actually think I would pick. You yeah. know, and I wrote an article for the Toronto Star last week on, you know, kind of like the, des- the demise of the goaltending market, mm-hmm. and he went back to Winnipeg after he found out New Jersey wasn't going to be willing to drive the price up. Oh, you think that was the play? Was Oh, he, he yeah, he had he had talks New with Jersey's New Jersey. just going, what have we done? Why didn't we do it? So let me ask you something. If he doesn't re-up and he goes to UFA on another Vesna mm-hmm. year, like... Someone offers him four could, by four because the goaltending yeah. is cruel. Could, could you have seen someone get to ten, 10? million for yes. him? For sure, for sure. But he's the, the problem so with goal goaltending is term because you're going to give him seven years if he's a UFA. Ten by seven. Mm. Although Bob is making a resurgence, or last year he did anyway. But no, I, I think he would have got ten million. He's that good. He's special. I, okay, you mentioned Bobrovsky there, and it just popped into my mind. I wanted to talk to you about this. People are already pissed off about how much Leafs we've talked in this show, but too bad. I mean, they're one of the teams in Canada. I I hate that the Leafs are probably going to play the 
the Panthers. They are going to play the Panthers. Did you watch any Panthers abs on the weekend? I watched watched it, where they scored early and often. Barkov was unbelievable. beast. Wearing the the full full visor. Yeah, the the fishbowl. I think I read something, old Ryan Lambert had something, I read a paragraph where Florida's top five in basically every statistical category outside goals four per 60 or something. But yes, they're good in literally every department. They're physical. Two lines that are just coming right at you. And Sam Reinhart, who, when I watched him first start his career in Buffalo Mm -hmm. as a second overall pick. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think he could skate. Sorry, to Buffalo. No, but who was it? Who went first in that draft? Just thinking to myself. Go ahead. Uh, I'm like, okay, could have a decent career, but I didn't envision this. I didn't ask wow. for that. Yeah, he's uh, he's got 28 goals and 50 points in 39 games, and he's looking at that Nylander contract, going with cartoon Awuga eyes. This is funny. I'm just looking at the that draft. The Four, three of the top five picks play for the Florida Panthers. Sam Reinhardt, Aaron Eckblad was the first overall pick, and Sam Bennett went fourth. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Who's the other dude in there? Leon Dreisaitl went yeah, third, and uh, well Michael Dow Cole to your Islanders at five. Uh, Oopsies. Uh, That's Willie Nylander draft. Wow. He was eight. So yep. Reinhardt will benefit. No question. You think he's going to get paid like Willie? Uh, I don't, think, I don't so. think so either. He's not that. No, His career no. is not. And he's not. He doesn't skate he's, he's like Willie not to keep a it up. Dynamic player. No, he, he. I am less confident. This seems more like the massive outlying season for him. Well, he La- scored thirty goals back to back years. 33, 31. He's got twenty eight right now. Yeah. Sanders. We thirty nine games. Yeah, for sure. So he's. This is. Let freakish. me ask you about. Uh, it seems like we're just won't we'll get off the. Uh, the money train. Yeah, it's a money show. show. It's a money show yeah, today. That's yeah. okay. It's a Willie bring in Jim money Kramer. show today. Don't bring in Jim Cramer. Uh, one of the teams that Florida played on the weekend, uh, Colorado, Miko Rantanen, is also eligible for a contract extension this July. What? What is he worth for He's you? Awesome and he, a Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, and he is... A- few points behind Willie, and I think statistically throughout his career, a higher points-per-game guy. Um, you know who should we should ask? Or Terry Lekkonen's dad. That's <laughs> who we should ask. <laughs> and, you know, it <laughs> seems like he's been around forever, and he's just 28 years old. Yeah. So um, he's he can easily lock in for eight years, and you're not feeling like you're getting cheated. Also, you know, 50 points in 40 games, had 100. He had 55 goals and 105 points last year. Good Lord, 6'4", 215, 28 years old. Yeah, he's going to make 13. 87 points. 13. 87 points in 70 playoffs. How is he not? I know. I mean. I know. He he has a case to say I'm among the handful of best players in hockey. Someone uh, sent me a note that said you guys didn't talk enough about uh, Connor and and Dreisaitl's deal because you brought it up last week yeah on on and elliot we had elliot friedman on her on the top of the hour here talking about uh, a potential dry sidle deal but I, I still say that this has to be done with both guys i would never negotiate without i i go a new way with these two guys I yeah. Last, I would, I you said something like I wouldn't you'd negotiate. Give them a pile and I would say not you negotiate amongst yourselves individually. I would bring them together and say, "Boys, 
We're not leaving the room. You guys love each other, right? Yeah. Okay. We we know that. You go to sporting events. You hang out. But you can't. You fish. Like, you, you can't no, do you your can. idea. No, you, you can. can't. You get them in a room and you say. Because the number you are giving them. Here we have. a pretty good pile. I've got $30 million. I thought for you said $32 million. $32 million. Whatever. <laughs> do I hear 33? 33. No, 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 okay. no. I won't go past 30. I don't even want to go past 30. 31. 31. Okay. Okay. How, how do you guys Oilers fan, want to split it up? 16 and a half, 13 and a half. Did my math work there? No, that's 30. Whatever. 16 another half mil then. and 13 and a half. Seven, See, I would go. 31, 17 and 14. That's the math. I would go, yeah. I, I, 16, 14. Let's just say it's 30 for a second. This is okay. awesome radio, guys. If, Good if, math. Even Listen. if you did. Even, let's just <laughs> say 30 SAT for now. and math work okay. great. You can do 16, 14. Yeah. But you can't really do thir- 17, 13. No? No. I guess. Not for dry side. Dry settle does have a heart trophy. You're right. You can't give dry settle 13. Yeah. In fact, great, he's worth great observation. way more than that. <laughs> uh, quickly. Bedard. Sucks. Hurts. Uh, yeah. Bedard. Broken jaw. Got rocked. On, yeah, he got rocked. And I just. We love him, but. But what are you going a thousand miles no, through the middle of the ice straight to down. hit a brick wall with your head down? Ah, come on. That's. What do you mean, know? come on? Well, this is how the guy has. Scored a trillion points and become the top prospect. Scored a trillion points in junior. Yeah. Kipper's right, though. He never even considered peaking. Come on. He just went straight head down. You you remember who else got smoked as a rookie and uh, had their career or season derailed? Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid got crushed going a little too aggressively into the boards, missed half the season. Okay, lesson learned. That's what I'm saying. This is part of the got to do things differently, I guess. Kind of goes into a little bit what I told you guys at the beginning of the year. Too much, too soon. No, it's not like he's getting crushed like Nick Robertson no, did last year. It's every taxing. other taxing. Playing all these games at this level with the intensity, the bright lights, the media, it can cause you to yeah, maybe let your guard down for five seconds and maybe do something that you don't normally do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we witnessed. I would love to see Chicago say, we are not... You know, maybe this is their Celebrini year and they try to have these two guys, but we're not doing this anymore. We are immediately trying to dig out of the ditch. We're going to pay for UFAs. Pedersen, if that's the rumor, sure. What are they giving you? We'll give you more. You know, like, I would love to see them get serious. It's, I hate watching teams. Well, it's like, yeah, the, we'll, it's like we'll the Spurs. We'll for four and, years. Like, is that worth it? Yeah. It's like the Spurs with Wembenyama this year. Like, they just have no Five plan. Five wins. They have no plan. They have this freak of nature on right. their team. They didn't sign any good players. They're just like, yeah, we'll suck again. It's like, how many years are those little bones going to survive? Right. It's like, just be good. <laughs> Pigeon bones. Four. Um, yeah. So it just sucks. That so, he's, he's not going to be at the All-Star game now, probably, they right? Not, Broken job. Have, have they said how long? Six weeks? Wild. No, no timeline, but that's a while. Broken jaw. That sucks. Well, he can unlock his sister's doors now. Right on that commercial. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? He's got the from a distance. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't remember I don't know what brand it was. it was for. I don't know either. And uh, Mark Andre Fleury ties Patrick Waugh. Ever heard of him? For mm-hmm. second most wins all time. Hall of Famer for you guys. Wow. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> the guy. Right, we're running out of things to talk about. No, that is a. Um, you know, it's really cool to see someone universally loved have so much success and. I mean, 
You know, what? did you catch his Superman well, but, but uh, save to, on the I, weekend? Yeah, he's, he's we, so entertaining. Bunkus has been brought up here a lot, but I have to give him credit. I texted him about this. He said, this is another amazing Sidney Crosby stat. Oh, that he got <laughs> Fleury? <laughs> yeah. It's, good, it's true. Yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury, second all-time in wins. What a Crosby yeah. stat. Good goalie. Yeah. No question, but like second all-time wins? That is pretty baffling. It's you know crazy what? to me. It does speak to love of the game and longevity. This guy loves to be sure. a hockey goalie, which sure. not everyone does, I can assure you. I've practiced with many who don't. Uh, Sens? Oh, boy. Like, it's I know not, Elliot, the reaction they were hoping for in January. Elliot Saturday night said they'd like to make some move with maybe getting some more veteran. Or I'm like, isn't that what Claude Giroux was supposed to do? And like, they're going to have to make some tough decisions with some of their core guys. But they do remind me more of a Vancouver where it's like, they should be better than they are. Like, can we do some other things to figure this out other than ship out core guys? I do like the I do like the Vancouver parallel where they just hire Barube next year and they're just really good. Well, yeah. why don't you just do, hey, they, Trade they, for a top pair D, yeah, that they, helps. They hire Tockett when they weren't going anywhere. Who's that, Vancouver? Yes. Yeah. So... Hire Bruby now. Yeah, don't I see wait your point. Yeah. in the off season. No, you're right. Let the... him start putting in new culture now. Yeah, I'm fully on board with that. And give the fans a reason to be excited about. Well, a, they should about... hire him as a coaching consultant. Right, and have then... him choose who should be the coach. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then he should hire himself. Yeah. All right, boys. Good job today. Our thanks to Elliot Friedman on the top of the hour. Thank you, and Lewis of course, Gross, Michael Nylander. Willie Nylander for joining us today. His new eight-year, $92 million contract officially kicks in next season. But we don't have to talk about it from here on. All right. Enjoy your night, everybody. What's our signature game you guys said? Vancouver, Vancouver and the Rangers range, tonight. Yeah. Enjoy it. We're back tomorrow on Real Kipper and Bourne.